0: This is one of my very favorite subjects. Talking about money and dieting always get me super excited because there are so many similarities that I've found over the years that I must share with you. So today, we're gonna dive deep into 10 ways money and dieting are the same and why it's important for you to recognize the patterns. Hey there, and welcome to the Marshmallows and Money Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Zachariah. I'm a wife and mom of two, a personal finance educator, and a debt-free money-saving ninja. I'm here to help you navigate this world of money so you can afford the life you want. So I'm breaking down dense money topics and translating them into easy-to-digest action steps so you can easily implement them into your life right after every episode. Grab a coffee or beverage, and let's chat about money friend, when I tell you that I consider myself a professional dieter at this point, I am not exaggerating. I've probably been on every diet you can think of for the last 20 to 25 years and only this year started changing that pattern and breaking through and unlearning things that I had learned in diet culture. But in doing that, I realized there are so many things that I do with my food and how I behave with it that I also did with my money. And now that I've put two and two together, it makes so much more sense why I behave the way I do. And once you know what they are, you'll be able to recognize them in your life too, which can actually help you improve in your money journey. Are you ready for number one? Because I think you've probably already heard this a million times from me, but I have to repeat it here. Being too restrictive. If you are restrictive in either realm, you're just gonna fall off the bandwagon. How many times have we told ourselves that we are gonna cut back on carbs, we're not gonna have sugar, we're not gonna have any meals after seven o'clock? All of these different restrictive type rules, all they do is make us feel deprived, right? Same thing with your money. If you have been of the mindset of, I'm gonna create a budget and I can't spend on eating out because I'm on a budget and I can't go out because I'm on a budget and I can't travel because I'm on a budget, well, you're doing the same thing. You're adding restrictions and rules to your budgeting that don't really necessarily need to be there. And at the same time, you're creating this mindset of scarcity and deprivation that ends up making you feel like you don't wanna continue because it just feels so miserable. So today, I want you to think about the way that you behave with your money, especially when you are trying to fix your finances, which if you're here, you probably are, and start thinking about your money as a tool that you're going to use moving forward In the best way you can, meaning start being selective with the type of expenses that deserve to take your money and start cutting back on the expenses that don't deserve to take your money. Moving on to number two, slow, steady pace always wins the game. Slow and steady, slow and steady. Where have we heard that before? We hear it all the time when we talk to doctors when we're trying to lose weight, but In diets, we normally don't hear that, right? It's always, lose 10 pounds in seven days. I can make you lose inches in less than 30 days, da-da-da, right? You hear all of these different promises and guarantees to have overnight success. And you often hear the same thing with money gurus, and I'm quoting with my fingers. And they promise these unreasonable promises that you can have this overnight success of either building your wealth or ditching your debt or having everything perfect in your financial life and neither of those are true. Not the dieting area and not the money area. In both cases, slow and steady is going to win the race for a couple of reasons. Number one, there truly isn't a way to do it faster. There truly isn't a shortcut to doing the work. You have to put in the work. Your current situation was caused by behavioral issues, unexpected expenses that came through, and honestly, just not learning how to manage your finances when you were in high school and college. So, in order for you to fix those in the long term, you have to learn the right behaviors. You have to learn how to create a better mindset, and you have to learn how to use your money wisely. Isn't that also true for dieting or eating healthy? If you go to a doctor's office and tell them you want to lose weight, the first thing they're going to tell you is that you shouldn't lose any more than a half a pound to two pounds per week. And half a pound is more ideal because you'll be able to sustain the weight loss. But we don't like the half a pound method because it's slow It's too gradual for us and we're not getting that amazing transformation that excites us, right? And a lot of times the same thing happens with our money. We want to opt for those really fast methods, the ones that accelerate our progress and accelerate our effort. And while there are steps that will accelerate those efforts, there is no overnight success solution. And if anyone is selling that to you, Run the other way because they are selling you something that does not exist and will not work. What a perfect segue to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by my new free mini masterclass. In my masterclass, I am showing you the exact steps you need to take to be able to thrive with your money and transform your finances. And nowhere in that masterclass will I ever offer a magic solution, but I do give you set steps that you can take and a full roadmap So that you know exactly how to take action and start thriving with your money and living your best life. If you want to join the masterclass, seats are limited because it's free. So make sure you click on the show notes and join us there. Save your seat because once those seats are gone, they are gone. It's only for two days. So I would run over there if you are serious about changing your finances because I'm going to be dropping gems I have never dropped before. It's also important to note that it's a live class with me. And then there's a live Q&A for you to ask all the questions that you have so that you leave the masterclass with clarity, focus, and drive to take action immediately and start seeing progress with your money. Number three, following what works for someone else will not work the same for you. Sometimes this is not true, but more often than not, Following someone else's journey, following someone else's eating habits, following someone else's diet and exercise routine may not work for your body. And that's because we have unique bodies, right? It's the same thing with our money. We have unique priorities. We have unique wants and needs and the things that bring us joy. Our debt situation is also different. Our pay is different. The things that we include in our budget are different. And so trying to mirror someone else's plan will not work. It's not a cookie cutter approach, my friend. You have to figure out what works best for you. And moving on to number four, adjust and give yourself grace. I cannot stress this enough. If you are not in the mindset that there are going to be ebbs and flows in your money journey, then I'm here to tell you, you're not being realistic. You see, your money journey is not going to be linear. I'll tell you that right now. So if you're having the expectations that your money journey is going to be perfect and that somehow because you made a mistake, you are now a failure, then it's really easy to just quit right there. It's easy to stop making progress because, well, you've already made a mistake. But if you go in with the mindset that you are going to make mistakes, there are going to be times where you are tired, where you are frustrated, where you do need to just go get a takeout meal, where you need to adjust some things and tweak some things because this week was really hard. Then, then you'll be able to really have a sustainable journey you'll be able to move forward way more often and much further than you can if you think it's going to be a perfect journey. Because let me tell you, perfection kills progress. You need to be looking straight at progress and understanding that you are comparing your today to your yesterday and nothing else. But also giving yourself that grace allows you to be kinder to yourself to move forward with positivity and not negativity without looking at your failures, but looking at your successes, the good things that you've done, the things that you've improved upon. Those are the things that are going to motivate you to move further. Beating yourself up, telling yourself you're a failure and looking at every single mistake you've made has never made anyone move further. It actually stops people in their tracks. So today I want you to remember that adjusting and giving yourself grace is required for success. Number five, if you're doing this for the outside appearance, it will not be sustainable. Look, whether you are dieting and trying to change your food lifestyle or you are working on your money habits, in both cases, if you are doing this for the appearance of looking thinner and looking richer, You are doing it for the wrong reasons. And because you are doing it for superficial reasons, as soon as it becomes hard, you will stop. As soon as you don't see progress fast enough, you will stop. It's gotta be deeper than just wanting to feel rich or look rich. You already know there are gonna be challenges that come your way, and you've gotta have tenacity to move forward. And if it's a superficial reason for why you are doing this, It's really easy to just say, I'm done. I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. But when it's deeper, like you want time freedom so that you can spend quality time with your children while they're young, or you want to retire early because you want to travel the world with your husband, or you want to start your own business because you have a passion for helping people, but you haven't been able to find that calling in your current work. Or maybe you just want to have a financial cushion so that when you retire, you know you can retire comfortably without being a burden on your family. Those are deeper reasons for wanting to fix your finances. Now, I know at the very beginning, whatever the reason is, even if it is superficial, yes, move forward in fixing your finances. But eventually, you're going to need a deeper reason than just wanting to be wealthy, just wanting to be rich for the sake of looking rich. Because look, I'll tell you this, our society is all about appearances right now. We see the Instagram feed of curated influencers who show us perfection and we have come to be accustomed to wanting to show our success, show our wealth, show our joy that we forget to actually have joy and have success and have wealth. There are so many people out there that you see, and they have the most updated model of the newest high-end car. They have the name brand purses. They have the mini mansions. They have the amazing everything. And they're in piles and piles of debt behind the scenes. They're stressed, they're worried, they're overwhelmed, they're not sleeping well, they're fighting with their spouses over money, and we don't see any of it. All we see are the pictures that are highlighted on Instagram. So I want you to take a moment and remember why you're doing this and understand that if you are approaching this journey with a superficial goal, then you are going to have the hardest time continuing and sustaining your journey. Now moving on to number six. Planning ahead works better than flying off the cuff. How often are you successful when you are planning healthy eating and you don't have anything healthy in your fridge or you haven't meal prepped or you haven't at least planned what your meals are gonna be for the next day or two or week? I know from personal experience, I always tend to do better when I plan ahead. If I have meals in the fridge, I will not have to succumb to the cravings of getting takeout. Prepping ahead makes all the difference. It's the same thing with our money. If you prep ahead for events that are coming up, you'll be much more successful with how you're spending your money. So for instance, you have birthdays coming up, plan for those birthdays on your budget. Add a budget amount for the travel if there's any travel involved, create a plan so that you don't have to put that stuff on debt, so that you know that you have given yourself permission to spend that money. Number one, you're not gonna have as much guilt or shame because of it. Number two, you're going to step back and get away from the emotional side of spending that money on a birthday or event or bridal shower or whatever, and you're going to look at numbers. And looking at numbers will show you whether you can or cannot do this thing. And if you can do this thing, how much money are you willing to spend on it? Another example is your groceries. Going into the grocery store without a plan and without a list and maybe hungry is a recipe for disaster. Have you ever walked into the grocery store without a list and you're hungry and you have no idea what you're going in to get? Or maybe you know what you're going to get and you have it up in your head and then you go there and you buy a bunch of other things. And then you realize you walked out of the store without the things you actually plan to buy? That happens all the time and it's very common. And the reason is you walk in and they are intentionally distracting you so that you can buy the things that they want you to buy. So to combat that is to plan ahead. Look at the sales ads that come in every week. Go to the Flip app if you don't get the sales ads. It's F-L-I-P-P app. And you can get all the sales ads for your area there. Then make a list based on the things that are on sale in combination with what you already have in your pantry, in your freezer, and your fridge, and start creating a mental meal plan of what you're going to make for the week. Then write down your list based on the sale items and the meal plans that you have decided you were going to make. Then go to the grocery store and make sure you eat before you go. That's a plan for success. That's a plan that will get you into and out of the grocery store without getting flustered, without getting distracted, and you'll be more likely to stick to your budget, stick to your meal plan, and have a much smoother week. Number seven, having an accountability partner makes things so much easier. But more than that, it gives you a higher percentage of likelihood that you will succeed. This is precisely why I created the Saving Wiz community, To give accountability where you need it so that you can thrive with your money, get motivated, get the momentum and feel empowered to move forward and take action with your money. When you're dieting and you have a friend who's doing that same plan with you, it makes it easier because you're holding yourself accountable because you're saying, well, my friend is doing it and I can't let her down. Because sometimes we're able to justify letting ourselves down, but once we are accountable and committed to someone else who's doing this with us, it inhibits us from quitting. It makes us more encouraged to go further because that person is watching us too. We are being held accountable, not only by ourselves, but by the person that is supporting us in this journey because they are doing it too and they need our support. Number eight, giving yourself a little room to splurge. I love this one. I think this works really well for both if you're on a healthy lifestyle or eating plan or diet and when you're fixing your finances. In both cases, giving yourself a little wiggle room to splurge is a great thing. Let's first talk about it from the food perspective. Since we're not restricting, like we said at the very beginning, and we're allowing ourselves time where we can actually eat the things we love, then those things would be around the house. And then we'd practice moderation, right? Ideally, that's the way it would work. And the same thing goes with our money. Now in your budget, this would look like a category for allowance, Fun money, splurge money, whatever you wanna call it. Just create a bucket in your budget for you and any contributing partner so that you guys have money that is specifically for you to spend on whatever you want, no questions asked, but the only thing you need to have on there is a limit. Give yourself an actual dollar amount. Just like we were talking about with the whole diet thing, you would need to create a portion of whatever it is that you really want to eat, right? Portion control, moderation, same thing with your money. You have to have that control by giving yourself a limit. And that way, within that limit, go crazy. You can spend on whatever you want as long as it's within that limit. That alone brings you joy enough that you can continue on your journey. And as you continue on your journey, that limit can get higher. You get to decide, which is amazing, and it makes you feel like you're back in control. Number nine, this one is one of my pet peeves. Trying the next new thing usually isn't the answer. There are tried and true methods that have been around for decades that have worked, but the problem is everyone is constantly looking for the next new thing that is going to give them overnight success. Friend, I hate to break it to you. It doesn't work like that. A lot of times these next new things is just a tweak or a trick to get you to think that you can get some type of overnight solution to your problem. Here's the problem with overnight solutions that you may not be thinking about that I want you to consider. When you're looking for an overnight solution, you are not actually fixing the behavior that caused the problem. That's with dieting and with money. You are only fixing and putting a Band-Aid on the situation right now. So even if there is an overnight solution, which I can tell you right now there is not, but even let's say there was, then it's fixed. Okay, and then what? So you you no longer have debt. Let's say there's some kind of magic overnight solution that poof, your debt is, is gone. And now you don't have debt. Then what? Did you change anything? Did you change the behaviors that caused the debt in the first place? No. Have you created a budget so that you don't get back in debt and you have an emergency fund? No. Did you change the urges and figured out the triggers that make you spend money impulsively? No. Then you know what happens? You can get right back into debt. You know how many people actually go back into debt after they just paid it off? Much more than you can imagine. The person on the other end of this episode was one of them. I had fifteen dollars to $20,000 of debt. I can't remember the exact count. But when I was in college, I had a considerable amount of debt. It came from student loans, a personal loan, and some credit card debts that I had maxed out. I ignored this debt for about four years, and then my husband married into this debt. As a result, I was fired from a position where I was supposed to be promoted and instead was completely let go because of my credit record showing that I was delinquent on all of these debts. And because now I wasn't working, my husband helped me pay all of this debt off. And within a year, we were now debt-free. The behavior didn't change. Five years later, we were in over $100,000 of debt. When I tell you that overnight successes and overnight solutions don't work, I tell you from experience, unless you actually change the behavior that caused the problem, we cannot move forward and be sustainable in our journey. So if you're looking for the next new thing, I'm here to tell you that bubble needs to burst now. There is no next new thing. You need to go back to the basics and work on the foundational principles around money. And with that, you You're going to be working on creating new behaviors and new habits and new routines that support your new money lifestyle. And finally, number 10, doing your research before moving ahead with steps you want to implement is going to be key. To succeeding the right way for your life. This also obviously goes with both food and money. When you're doing your research and figuring out what works best for your lifestyle, it is going to be so much easier to sustain your money journey because it actually is serving you. Yes, of course, during your money journey, there are going to be times where you're going to have to sacrifice some things, make some hard decisions, actually change some things around. But That could be a temporary thing as you progress forward because gradually you can add things in that bring joy to you and give you satisfaction in your life while you're still thriving with your money. It doesn't mean that you stop one to do the other. You can actually have a balance where you can spend and save and still do well with your money and have everything you need while you're still living your best life. One last note, it's important that you work at your own pace. Take in the information and implement it based on your own lifestyle, adapt it to the changes over time, and don't give yourself a timeline other than creating realistic, attainable goals. And in anything that we do, in any success we find, it usually has one key component. Mindset. Whether you're trying to eat healthier or save money or work on your money journey altogether, the routines that you have in place work in conjunction with your mindset. And if those two work well, you are so much more likely to succeed. And just so you know, mindset change happens gradually too. So the more that you incorporate good habits and better routines and systems that serve you and your lifestyle, the more your mindset will start to shift and you'll start to notice growth in your journey. You'll start to realize your maturity has changed. And this is financial maturity that I'm talking about. You'll start to see that happen and transform. But again, it's a gradual change. So if you take nothing else from this episode, I hope you take this. If you want long-term success, you have to be patient in the process and expect gradual change and transformation. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you leave a review, I'll love you forever. Remember, today is yours, so make it count. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.